Mesech Shabbos, Perk Aleph, Mishnah Base, 1-2. This Mishnah will be talking about something which is not at all connected to the previous Mishnah. It has nothing to do with the Shabbos at all, in fact. We're talking here about concerns that the rabbis had that a person would get involved in certain activities on any given afternoon, not talking Friday afternoon, but any afternoon, and get involved in that activity, and the next thing you know, he will have lost the opportunity to say Mincha because the sun had set. So, this is a total departure from our topic. The reason why it's here is because in the next Mishnah, in Mishnah Gimel, we'll talk about other things that happen on Arab Shabbos that a person um, needs to be mindful lest he accidentally forget the sun has set and end up doing the Malach of Hotzav of transferring items, which was the topic of the previous Mishnah. So, since we're going to get on that topic later on, the Mishnah preempts it by talking about other Gezeras, other rabbinic protections that have nothing at all to do with Shabbos. So the Mishnah says, Lo yeshev adam samach palel. A person may not set himself down in front of a barber to get a haircut close to the time of Mincha until he's prayed. So again, the idea here is that the haircut could take longer than he anticipates and before he knows it, he's lost his chance to say Mincha. Now, the word Mincha here, um, referring to the, in the Mishnah, of Samach Mincha, close to Mincha, is referring to the time during which one may say Mincha. So there are actually two times in the day that are referred to as Mincha. One's called Mincha Katana, one's called Mincha Gadola. Uh, Mincha Gadola, the larger Mincha, is a larger window of time, and Mincha Katana is a smaller window of time. According to the Bartanura, we're referring here to Mincha Gadola, the larger window. And what is that? The prayers, Shachras and Mincha, are were instituted to parallel the daily offerings, the Tamidin, the holy burnt daily offerings that are brought in the base of Mikdash. And there are two such Tamidin. There's the Tamid Shel Shachar, the morning offering, and the Tamid Shel Ben Harbayim, the afternoon offering. One may not bring other voluntary offerings before the Tamid Shel Shachar, which opens the day, and one may not bring voluntary offerings after the Tamid Shel Ben Harbayim, the closing, if you will, of the afternoon mincha, the closing of the day in terms of karbonos in general. Now, the tamid shal ben harabayim, the afternoon tamid, is brought once the sun has begun its descent towards the western horizon, um, which is defined by Chazal as a half an hour after noon. So, that is to say, Chazal divided the clock of every day into 12 hours of daytime, and those 12 hours of daytime, let's, we'll learn, like those who understand, that sunrise begins that measurement, and sunset ends it. It's actually a machlokas, but we'll go like the gra, straightforward. So that is to say, if you have a day where the sun rises at 6 a.m., and the sun sets at 6 p.m., so then every day is 12 hours equally, and noon, 12 o'clock noon, will be 6 hours into the day. So half an hour after that, at 12.30 p.m., that will be the beginning of Mincha Gadola. And that would be the earliest time in the base of Mikdash they could bring the Tamid Shalbin Harabayim, the afternoon offering. In fact, the Tamid Shalbin Harabayim was not normally brought at six and a half hours. Normally it was it was shechted at eight and a half hours and offered uh, at nine and a half hours. Um, and we'll see in a minute that, that uh, nine and a half hours being the normal time that one typically would bring the Tamid Shalbin Harabayim in the base of Mikdash um, constitutes that second mincha, window, meaning Mincha Katana. So Mincha Gadola starts at six and a half hours into the day, and Mincha Katana starts at nine and a half hours into the day. 
According to the Bartanura, we're referring here to Mincha Gedola, meaning he's Machmir, if you will, and understanding that as soon as you're into six and a half hours in a day, you no longer are allowed to sit yourself down for a haircut. And according to the Bartanura, we're talking any haircut, um, lest the scissors break and you have to go look for new scissors and sharpen them, and then it all drags out um, for even as much as, I guess, five and a half hours. And at that point, you would miss your chance to do Mincha. The reason why Mincha Gedola is considered to be a legitimate time um, at the beginning time of of the Talmud Ben Harbaim is because since you technically could bring it then, and in fact, um, in rare occasions where Pesach ended up on Shabbos, and you had to bring your Korban Pesach on Erev Shabbos, um, then they, and the Korban Pesach is brought after the Talmud Shabbat Harbaim, so to give as large a window as possible to people, to the various three groups, to bring their, their Korban Pesachs, etc., and they have to cook Korban Pesach all before, you know, Leila Seder. So, that being the case, they would do the Talmud Shabbat Harbaim as early as possible at six and a half hours. So, according, again, according to the Bartanur, we're talking about from six and a half hours is called Mincha time, and Samoch Mincha, close to Mincha time, would mean even a half an hour before that. So, according to the Bartanur, from six hours into the day, you no longer can get a haircut unless you've, and you instead you have to wait and do Davin Mincha first, and then you can get your haircut. Similarly, says the Mishnah, the person can go in to get um, into the public baths, even for just a generic schwitz or in the sauna or just a shower, whatever the story is, cannot do that um, because the bathhouses were hot. And the next thing you know, um, he could sort of feel faint, says the Bartanura, and that, at that point he might miss Mincha. You know, it'll drag on before he feels better, the sun has set. I keep on saying the sun has set um, because that is the. According to many people, you can't do a mincha after sunset. I'm not getting to that topic either. Okay. Um, similarly, says the Mishnah, a person may not go into the tannery. Let's say this person's a tanner, and he has his hides that are curing there in the tannery. So he, he uh, may not go and check on them before davening mincha. The reason why is because um, if he finds that the, the hides aren't tanning properly, like just for example, let's say two hides are touching one to the other, so then, the, then they won't come to equal coloration when they're dyed, when they're tanned. And, and that being the case, the person has to you know, fix them around. But the truth is, um, the nature of tanning is you sort of get one chance and one chance only. And therefore, if there's a problem with how they're tanning or something went wrong with you know whatever chemicals they're using, so then um, it would drag out perhaps a long time. He'd get very involved, and he wouldn't be able to stop at the, mincha, stop at the middle to dab a mincha because he can't leave his hides to get ruined. And therefore, um, he simply will get involved in the whole project and miss Mincha time. Similarly, the Mishnah says, A person can't sit down to a meal, can't wash for a meal. We're talking here about even just a simple meal, says the Bartanura, you know, like just a sandwich. Can't do that because the next thing you know, you could get carried away, lose track of things, and the meal could drag on, and you miss your chance. And finally, Velola Din, nor can you sit down as a Dayan, as a judge, to paskin and deliver the ruling on a Din Torah on a court case because we're concerned that maybe um, you know new evidence will come to light and they'll have to reopen the case and things will drag on and again mincha will be missed and for all those things therefore um, says the Bartanura from from already from midday samachla mincha mincha gadola you cannot start any of those activities but vim hischilo if you did start them meaning you did wash and have start your lunch with your sandwich. Or you did go to the barber before you realized that the time had passed and you're already past noon, whatever the story is. So then, Ein Mavsikin, we no longer require you to stop, meaning 
L'chanchil, you shouldn't start. But once you've started, then b'di'evid, we don't force you to stop. Unless, of course, the sun is setting, which case you certainly have to stop the Dava Mincha. But um, you can continue the action, even though you realize you started it b'isser in a way that you shouldn't have started. That's the Bratzner learns. Um, now, there are those who learn that we're referring to Mincha Katana. Um, and although the Shulchan Aruch, the Machaber, goes like the Rambam, like the Bratzner, we're talking Mincha Gadola, there are other posts him, like the Mordechai, who understands it's Mincha Katana. And there are others who learn, like a Shita brought in the Gemara, that we're not talking about generic cases, but very specific cases that are restricted. That is to say, the haircut we're talking about is the haircut like Ben Alasa, like a special kind of a, the Kohanim got a certain kind of haircut, which every hair was cut individually and very close, and it took a very long time. Um, and same goes with the the merchats, the bathhouse activity. We're not talking about a generic shower or something, but the whole long procedure, which is a very lengthy procedure um, in the bathhouse, you know, with the, the colandarium, there's a hot room, there's a cold room, there's a sweat, sweating room, there's an oiling thing, there's a scraping session, and so on and so forth. So it takes a long, long time, and certainly can get dragged on. That's what you can't do. Similarly, we're talking we're talking about the, the, the tannery. We're talking about a large tannery with lots of hides that need to get worked. Um, the meal we're talking about is not a generic little sandwich, but rather like a wedding feast, which is, you know, elaborate and really does drag on. And the din we're talking about here is not just to deliver the the ruling in the case, but rather to open up a case, which, of course, can drag on for a long time. So there is such a sheet in the Gemara. Um, the tour does bring that opinion down. Um, and although it's not a mainstream major Rishon opinion, nevertheless, the custom certainly has become in Klaistral. People are lenient, and they... They certainly do do all sorts of things before Mincha time throughout the afternoon. Um, they rely on a... Some bring down that they rely on the fact that there'll be a call to prayer in the afternoon. Others say there's a reminder, like you have your alarm clock or someone will remind you or your regular minion. Whatever the story is, certainly the halacha lamaisa, the practice in cholesterol to be mekel and um, and to do all sorts of things in the afternoon. Um, the Ramah says one should not start a wedding feast, like a large elaborate feast, and prior to Davi Mincha, for those reasons. Um, but otherwise, we're Makel. Um, but there are certainly those who are, um, as reason Magdim, and there are those who are punctilious with their misobservance, very common in Eretz Yisrael, that they'll be very strict to Davin Mincha Gadola, meaning they'll Davin Mincha at the soonest possible time. Um, so, yeah. Okay, now the Mishnah continues on. The next line of the Mishnah sounds like it's a straight continuation because the previous line said a mafsikin. Once you start, you don't need to stop. But then it says mafsikin. You do stop for lekriyashma for saying shema. However, do not be confused. That this last sentence in this Mishnah has nothing at all to do with the previous part of the Mishnah. We're a new paragraph. We're a new page. We're a new thought. We're talking here in this last sentence about people who have the status of what's called toraso umnaso. That literally means. Um, Torah study is their occupation, their livelihood. Um, it's referring to people who do not stop learning to go to work, ever. Like, for example, Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai and his colleagues. So those people, Rabbi Shem Bar Yochai, had a status of Torah Sumna, so he never stopped um, learning, even to make a living. And that being the case, the mission here says, those guys who are Torah Sumna, so, mafsik and likros kriyashma, they should stop. They're learning to recite the Kriya Shema, recite Shema, because that's a mitzvah d'oraisa, and they have to do that. The aim of seeking the tefillah, but they do not need to stop for regular davening, meaning mincha time, um, because that's only a mitzvah d'orabanan. Now, a couple things I have to say here in terms of the halach l'maisa. First of all, it seems the consensus today is essentially no one 
is granted the status of Torah Sum Noso. Um, even people who are sitting in Kol all day don't conduct themselves as Torah Sum Noso, etc. Um, so this doesn't have any real life, presumably real life application today. Um, secondly, I just have to say that um, the normal rule is that when a person is Oslik by mitzvah, he's doing one mitzvah, then he's Paterman and mitzvah, he's exempt from other mitzvahs, one thing at a time. Um, which is halachically true, but the exceptions to that rule is Talmud Torah. The rule by Talmud Torah, although Talmud Torah is the greatest mitzvah, it's, it's connected kulam, it it's weighs out against all the other mitzvahs. Nevertheless, there's a separate guiding principle, which is that although you have an obligation to learn Torah yom v'layla all the time, if a mitzvah comes up, that's ef shalasos the kind of mitzvah that can't be done by somebody else, or even won't be done by somebody else, so then you do have to stop your Torah learning to do that mitzvah. Like, for example, to do the mitzvah derabanan of reading a Megillah, since no one can hear the Megillah for you. So then you'll need to do it yourself. So you stop your learning um, to go hear Megillah, etc. Um, that being the case, it's curious at first glance why it should be that davening is not the same way, even if it's just a mitzvah derabanan, but for derabanans that no one else can do, you'd have to stop. So the answer would have to be that the nature of the obligation to daven as Chazal instituted it is such that people who are Torah Samnasa were exempt from that. Um, now, finally, in terms of the, the mitzvah to daven, while it's true that mincha per se is certainly a midirabanan, um, the mitzvah to daven in general, according to the Rambam, at least, is a mitzvah d'oraisa all to itself. Um, but the mitzvah of, of davening is that once a day a person has to um, request the needs of Hashem, and that doesn't have to be in Shachars or mincha or marav. Um, it's... It's certainly not even Zaman Grama. It does, it's not in a particular time at all. And that being the case, women are obligated to daven once a day, says the Rambam, etc. Um, but for all those reasons, um, here the Shemona Esrei we're talking about here for Mincha, etc., is just the Mitzvah the Rabbanan, and the people who are Torah Naso are exempt um, from stopping in order to daven. They should just continue on learning, um, which is even bigger and better for them. <laughs>